Welcome. You're listening to the Soggy of Anne Furthermore. Bring, bring, bring. Hi, and welcome to Ready to Talk. What have you got? Hi, I think something is wrong with one of my chakras. Which one? I know, my third eye. I wanted to talk to you about it because I know you have some chakra issues as well. How do you know that? It's kind of personal. Um, did someone say something to you? No, I work at the Silent Cry for Help hotline and overheard you stressing about it. Are you a dog? No, actually. I'm a disembodied voice that they are testing out as a way of communicating with our callers. My name is Siri, taken from Seer, like Prophet Seer and Revelator. Do you know the other Siri? Yes, of course. I'm like the older, wiser sister. I'm going a little deeper with the answers, less snarky. Wow. Okay, so what's up with your third eye? It's presenting physically and won't go away. Is it raised or itchy? No, it's red and I can't feel it at all. You might have pink ina, or what they call chakra junctivitis. Three questions. One, are you Catholic? Two, is it runny? And three, how can you be manifesting physically if you are a disembodied voice? I said disembodied. I still have a head, just no body, as in disembodied. And it's not runny, and I'm not Catholic. You're a disembodied physical head in Midgard? They do that? Bodies in the spirit world? Heads, not bodies. And I guess they do because I'm here. Okay, cool. And we can rule out pink Ina and stigmata. Wait, how could someone have stigmata on their forehead? Isn't stigmata the signs of the cross? Yeah, maybe not. Describe it to me again. Anything special about it? Does it look like a bindi? No, it's smaller than a bindi. It looks like one of those cat laser toys that you move around and they try and catch. Does yours move around? Yes, a little bit. Like how much? What's the radius of the circle? Well, I'd say about two inches. And it's more like a crickle than a circle. Holy shit! Duck, Siri! Duck! What? It's a duck? No! Drop and roll! No, wait, you're a disembodied head. Roll and drop! Hit the floor! That's not a chakra, that's a laser sight on your forehead! What the? You just saved my life! How did you know that was a laser sight? I have teenagers. Are you kidding? I have about three of those jittery red laser crickles going on me at any given moment. Are you scared? Fuck no. They're shooting blanks. They got nothing. It's loud, it's disruptive, but it's mostly drama. Do you have a teenager? Why? Yes, I do. Do you want me to say more about that? Are you still there? Yeah, sorry, I can't find the bullet hole here. I bet that was my daughter. Ugh, I'm relieved and annoyed. She scared the shit out of me. How do you deal with this? Silencers. You can get them on Amazon. Do you have Prime Plus? I do. You probably already have them then. I give all my kids silencers and then just accept my role as a moving target. In fact, the red crickles are sort of comforting in a way once you understand that as long as you are in their sights... It's totally sick and twisted, but it is still a connection. FYI, if you have laser crickles once your kids leave home, you may want to consider divorce. Ooh, good call. Anne, thanks. Siri, you got it. Say hey to Greybeard for me. Will do. Okay, 
I've had three sessions with Dr. B that I didn't report on. I was not proud of my behavior. I kept thinking that each subsequent session would be like a do-over, and I could erase the previous one, but it didn't really work out that way. I feel like I'm in a bad crickle of guilt, where I run from repentance to penance, and from penance back to repentance, repeating, and end up doing neither. I call it repentance. It's like I work at debt restructuring instead of working off the debt, which in this case is embarrassment and regret. Wait, repentigrants. Repentigrants. <laughs> but today I am reporting because there is someone else other than me to blame. I don't want to mention names, but his initials are Herr Professor Dr. Dr. Charlie Dog's Graybeard, PhD, PhD, and he set me up for an elaborate joke, which is very funny so long as you are not me. And I am totally blaming him for everything, and at the same time, I can't really blame him because one, I think he remembers who I used to be before I got undiagnosed or needed to be diagnosed. Um, diagnosis in waiting as yet to be diagnosed waiting neurotically, in diagnostic purgatory, and in my previous and collected incarnation. I would not only have seen through a joke, like telling someone they had an eighth chakra. How could I have fallen for that? I, I, I would have been the one to make the trick. And two, I must have made him run a hundred times after the stick I pretended to throw but didn't. I'm due. Still, that was three weeks waiting for the symbol of my artist, formerly known as Prince, to come up and join the chorus of my chakra lineup, the Eighth Rocket, in my energy Christmas special. Eight chakras symmetry, eight lit up like a Christmas tree, eight chakras minor key, rinky dinky roller rinky roller skating jelly. What did I think an eighth chakra would solve? That's the question Dr. B put to me. Knowing what's wrong with me, I thought that would change things for me. Turn the page, unlock the cage, living wage, golden age, the world's a quad stage. But I'm still here, mental and ill, gristing the mill, bitter chill pill, waiting until. Everything passes, right? This too shall pass, and once it does, I can say it in the past tense. This thing that hasn't happened yet, and until it does, I will grow my hair long in deference to the mings and the stings of the unknown and unknowable, and furthermore be called, until it comes and goes, it came to pass. And it came to pass. Dr. B asked if that was also a Mormon name. I said, no, it's a Book of Mormon name, a literary device to keep the narrative moving big time, like... Ain't no moss growing on these Nephite neophytes. They used It Came to Pass, like a left lane on the Autobahn, like my brother John in a Porter John, Mr. Taliman in Jamaica Mon, like an opening move sacrificial pond and the Sunday service deacons yawn. Dr. B said, is that so? And I said, don't you know? And he said, okay, well, Anne, it came to pass that the patient formerly known as Anne changed her name again. I have to say that even Neil, before me, lower middle classes, had more flow than Anne it came to pass. Do you mind if I just call you Beatrice McFever Pitcher? And I said, are you trying to help me just be? And Dr. B said, maybe. Cool, I like it. B. B. Yes? Done. The Furthermore Soggy is created, written, and performed by Anne Ellsworth and edited and produced by me, Sophia Coman. 
Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in next week. Uh, 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 blah, blah, blah.